0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Freak Talks podcast where we discuss fitness, nutrition, and wellness and interview people in the fitness space who have great stories to tell, share their experiences, how fitness has influenced their life, and where they want to take it in the future. I'm your host, Seth Feldman. What's up guys, welcome to this episode of the Freak Talks podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that a lot of people tend to take advantage of and don't enough of, which is going to be getting high quality sleep, um, particularly at night, as long as you don't have a night job. But even if you do have a night job, getting high quality, good quality, deep sleep throughout the night. So why is sleep so important, particularly when it comes to health and fitness goals? Um, One of the big reasons is that the productivity and the way that you feel during your awake time is directly attributed to the quality and the length of sleep that you get during your rest time when you're supposed to be sleeping. Going even deeper into that, lack of sleep has been shown to increase attention problems, hormone, Im- Im- hormone imbalances, and increase anxiety levels. Whereas on the opposite side of that, high-quality good sleep has been shown to increase your well-being, your cognitive function, your hormones, your productivity throughout the day, your efficiency throughout the day. Right, So bad sleep, lack of sleep, hormone imbalances, anxiety, high quality good sleep, lack of hormone imbalance, um, productivity increase, overall well-being increases when you get more, better, deep sleep. And then on a recovery front, when you're sleeping, your body is in its deepest state of recovery. So that means when you're sleeping, your body is best able to recover from strain, um, stresses, Exercise, working out, soreness, right? All of that recovery happens mostly when you're sleeping versus when you're awake. There's a lot of other things that go into overall recovery, but the best recovery that you're going to get is going to be when you're getting high quality, good, deep sleep. One of the biggest things that comes to your sleep and how well you're sleeping is going to be your sleeping patterns, more specifically your circadian rhythm. The circadian rhythm is the body's biological clock that regulates the secretion of hormones that regulate appetite, satiety, hormone production, and your body's overall bodily functions. Upon waking up, typically the way it works if, if you have a normal sleep schedule, whereas you sleep at night, upon waking up, sunlight hits your eyes and that produces the secretion of serotonin. Serotonin is the chemical in the body that tells your body to begin to wake up, to stay awake, to have that feeling of awakeness, right? So as we begin to wake up and as we start to get more sunlight throughout the day, it actually tells our body that it's time to be more alert, more awake, more aware of your surroundings and everything that's going on around you. On the converse of that, as the sun starts to go down and it becomes to get a little bit more dark, you know, as the, as the night progresses, your body then begins to Um, produce melatonin, which is the exact opposite of serotonin. Melatonin tells the body that it's time to begin to get sleepy and drowsy. and And it's the actual function in your body that tells you that it's time to go to sleep. So the closer you get to your body's natural circadian rhythm, the better your overall sleep is going to be. Okay, so what are a few tips that we can give or that you can take into allowing yourself to Follow that circadian rhythm a little, a little bit more, get into a better habit of deeper, more restful sleep so that your body can properly recover from the stresses and the strains that we're putting on it on a daily basis with work, family, exercise, life in general, all those things that create stresses on the body that cause your body to start to break down, right? Recovery and rest is going to be how you're able to handle all the all of those throughout the day. So we've actually got four actionable steps that you can take to increase your sleep Starting right now, step number one is going to be setting up a nighttime schedule. So what this means is you're going to find a time that you're going to go to sleep every single night. You're going to find a time that you're going to wake up every single morning, and you're going to try to stick to that schedule as much as possible. Right? So this may mean if you are typically a night owl and you go to bed between midnight, one o'clock in the morning, you're going to establish a routine that gets you in bed at the same time every single night. Okay. And why this is going to be beneficial is it's going to establish that your body's circadian rhythm happens during this time frame. Okay. It's going to be it's going to allow for more consistent, more regulated sleep and more, more consistent, more regulated release of melatonin and serotonin on the opposite end. So when you go to sleep at the same time, your goal is going to also be to wake up at around the same time every single day. This is also going to include weekends, which makes it much more difficult because during the week, for those of us with nine to five jobs, regular jobs, going to bed at you know a certain time and then we wake up early in the morning and then on weekends, we take that advantage to sleep in because in your head, you're thinking, I don't have to get up early. I can sleep in. This is my time. But if you go to bed at the same time and you wake up at the same time, your body starts to get into that rhythm and your body starts to follow that circadian rhythm a little bit closer and it allows you to get a little bit more restful, a little bit more deep sleep every single night. Sleep hack number two is going to be to reduce noise. And it's not just noise, right? But it's going to be reduce anything that has an impact on your senses throughout the the sleeping cycle, throughout while you're trying to sleep, while you're currently sleeping, all the way up until that wake up time. So that's going to be reduce noise and it's going to be reduce light, specifically external lights. Everybody's noise sensitivity varies from person to person. So like my noise sensitivity may not be quite as high as yours or yours might be a little bit lower than mine. Um, But what that means is that find a comfortable noise sensitivity level for you and stick to it pretty regularly. So try to sleep with televisions off, with monitors off, get some blackout curtains so that if you're going to bed while the sun is still up, or if you're trying to Wake up a little bit while the sun is still rising, right? It's just going to make the room a little bit darker. So just trying to reduce noise and trying to reduce anything that could impact any of your typical senses. The third actionable step that you can take right now to help you get better quality sleep is going to be set a different alarm tone than the one that you might currently have. So a lot of alarm tones are very um, obnoxious. They're very blaring. They're loud. They come in, they hit very hard, um, and they shock you awake. And those aren't good for helping you come out of a restful sleep, right? Especially if you're in, you know, the the deep sleep stage or the REM sleep stage. Okay, so set an alarm tone that gradually increases the volume. It's a nice gentle tone versus something that's very obnoxious, very loud, very blaring like a horn or anything like that. Our fourth actionable step that you can take right now to help get you better, more consistent, more high quality sleep is going to be to Watch your pre-bedtime meal and eating routine. So one of the most underrated aspects of getting high quality sleep is your pre-bed nutrition. So what I mean by this is within two to three hours of going to sleep, you don't wanna be eating any heavy, heavy meals. Okay, what you if you do need to eat something, you wanna eat something that's gonna be more protein-based and it's gonna be a little bit lighter. Something like yogurts or cottage cheeses are going to be more beneficial because it allows your body to not have to worry about being in a digestive state while you're trying to sleep, but also still allowing you to get those nutrients in, get that food in, kind of satiate you so that when you wake up in the morning, you're not extremely hungry. Okay, so focusing on that pre-bed nutrition, that pre-bed routine, right? This goes right along with step one of setting up your your nighttime schedule is part of your nighttime schedule should be to eat dinner or eat your largest pre-bed meal, uh, approximately two to three hours before you actually plan on going to bed. It allows your body to digest that food a little bit more prior to having to go to sleep so that your body isn't spending all of that additional energy digesting food while you're trying to sleep. From a fat loss standpoint, from a metabolism standpoint, eating food right before you go to bed doesn't really matter as much, right? It's, it's, it's calories in, calories out. From a sleep standpoint, you definitely want to make sure that you're consuming Your last meal, your last large meal, your last heavy meal, approximately two to three hours before you go to bed, that's just going to allow your body to digest it a little bit more prior to you going to sleep. And I'm actually going to throw in one extra bonus step here. This bonus step is going to be to use some sort of a sleep tracker. I personally use a whoop band. This thing tells me my activity level, my strain, my sleep, my recovery, but on the sleep front, it tracks my awake time, my light sleep, my deep sleep, and my REM sleep it tells me how many disturbances I had throughout the day. It tracks my times and tells me how consistent I am with my circadian rhythm throughout the week. And it gives me weekly and monthly breakdowns of the different things that I did, how well I did, when might you write, there's a journal where I can track, did I track my macros the day before? Did I eat anything the day before? Did I sleep in the same bed? Did I travel? Did I drink caffeine? And it, it tabulates all of that information and tells you how well your body is recovering based on all of those little things that you add into the journal. Did you feel sick? Were you injured? How did you sleep? How did you recover in those situations? I've heard that Apple Watch does something relatively similar where it'll track your sleep with awake times, deep sleep, REM sleep, those kinds of things. Garmin's got some watches out there. Um, Fitbit, I think, now tracks your sleep. So find some sort of a sleep tracker that you can use to use as a data point throughout the, the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the the cycle of you trying to dial in your sleep and get a little bit more comfortable with getting that high quality, good, deep and REM sleep. The more deep and REM sleep that you can get, you want approximately 50% REM sleep and deep sleep based on your total sleep that you got. So say you get eight hours of sleep per night, you want approximately four hours between REM and deep. If you aren't getting at least 45 to 50% of your total sleep in REM and deep sleep, then your body isn't recovering the way that it could be. So our five tips for getting high quality restful sleep, set up a sleep schedule, reduce noise and light in the room, change your alarm tone to something a little bit more welcoming, don't eat too soon before you go to bed and get some sort of a sleep tracker. There's a lot of them out there. Some of them are more expensive, some of them are a little bit cheaper, but those are gonna be our five tips to helping you improve and get high quality, high grade sleep. And that's going to help you recover. It's going to help you feel more, more productive, more energetic, more useful throughout the day. Your productivity levels are going to increase. Your energy levels are going to increase. Your workout performance is going to increase. You're going to feel better in the gym. You're going to be able to lift more weight. You're going to be able to go a little bit harder, a little bit faster. All of those things come into play when you get high quality, good sleep. All right, guys, thanks for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. Hey, what's up? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Freak Talks podcast. If you found this information interesting, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review. It really, really helps us out. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you guys next time.